If you are feeling more exhausted as a general rule right now than you ever have at any point in your entire life, you are not alone. Three in five Americans say that this point in time is the most exhausted they've ever been. You know what I always wonder with studies like that? Yeah. In my head, I'm like, they surveyed five people. (laughs) Three of them said that they were tired. So that just goes. So it's nine out of 10 or they just do the survey until they get the results. 90% of people? Yeah. Yeah. Nine out of 10 doctors recommend... And they just do the survey until they get nine doctors in a row. And they're like, okay, we're done. Yeah. Um, I don't know the specifics of the survey, but I don't disagree with the results. I feel maybe it's just this week. Cause I've been feeling like really like tired this week. Me too. But I think, um, I, I think I could confidently say that I am, I am more exhausted than I think I should be for somebody who's no longer getting up at four in the morning. You know, for 20. Well, in all fairness, we own a business and you do have a toddler. Right. So yeah. um, if the. It's not like you're sitting at home scrolling Facebook all day. If you choose to believe this study and if you're one of those people, um, here are here's the scientific results of like why the world is like this. Um, in in order, number one. Is. Poor sleep scheduling, and this contributes to people working from home and then people who've had, you know, kids on home schedules or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Humans operate best when they're in a routine. And so if the routine gets disrupted, that creates exhaustion. Um, Also, not getting outside enough and getting vitamin D, getting sunlight, not just like, oh, I'm tired today, I got to go get some sunlight, but just the kind of confinement of the past couple of years Mm -hmm. has led to that lack of natural solar energy, mm-hmm. uh, too much screen time, lack of routine in their lives. And, um, of the people taking the science out of it, of the people who were given choices as to why they think they're more, they're, they're uh, lacking energy and they're more exhausted than they have been. Most of them say that it has to do with the lockdown and just being like yeah. the past. So that sets, you know, I'm not going to say it. No, no. For the past don't, two years. No, don't say it. Yep. End the story right there. Let's start the show. Let's hope that we're not always this exhausted. Let's start the show. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for holiday cards. They bring me so much joy. And speaking of joy, I have a petty joy bomb that I would like to share with you. And Jeff Dollar, it's actually your petty joy bomb, but you glossed over it like you didn't realize what it was. I... Missed a petty joy bomb in your own life. Really? You did. And it's kind of awesome. But first, would you like to tell anyone who does not know what a petty joy bomb is? What is a petty joy bomb? Yeah. Now, I know there are some people who are going to listen to this and go, this is so not upsidey. And we know. We know. But every now and again, you deserve the universe giving you like a thumbs up. 
Like a wink, a wink, like a little punch in the shoulder going, hey, things are okay. You might be getting beat up, but every now and again, you get a win. And these wins show up in the form of these petty joy bombs, right? And that is when something happens that is so petty and so superficial, but it happens suddenly and out of nowhere, it actually brings you joy because it didn't happen to you. Or it did happen to you and you were and you were able to respond to a way respond to it in a way that's petty, but not malicious. Here's a perfect example. You're on the highway, a car goes flying by you, 100 miles an hour, weaving in and out of traffic, being dangerous, whatever, and you get up the road two or three miles and a police officer has pulled over that car. The feeling you have inside at that moment, that's petty. That's a petty joy bomb. That's a petty joy bomb. That is the universe winking at you and saying, there you go. Yep. Just did you see me? I just gave you that. Yes. Enjoy. It's kind of a reminder that even if you're getting beat up and you're full of losses, it's kind of a reminder that sometimes other people lose too. Sometimes other people do lose. That's a great way to put it. So, Jeff Dollar, <laughs> you've been working in radio for 100 years. 100 years. 25 years you worked in radio. How many PR pitches do you think that you got a week? The, Easily the number one occupier of anybody who works in media's email are unsolicited press releases trying to get airtime. Which basically means, hey, would you like to speak to my client, the expert on this? Would you like to try this product? Blah, 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 whatever. So a publicist's job is to cast the net wide with emails and then see what they get back, right? And a good publicist will try to find unique connections. A hook, if you will. A hook into the story. So like, a good publicist, like that, that thing I mentioned at the beginning of the show about being exhausted. Like if a publicist was was uh, working for a pillow company or a eye mask company, they would send that story out to a thousand radio stations and a thousand morning show hosts and say, hey, did you see this study? Fascinating, isn't it? You know how you can get better sleep? With my, I, my client's eye mask. Would mm-hmm. you like to interview her? She's the inventor of the world's most comfortable eye mask. And I would say two dozen of them a day easily for the entirety of my career. Yeah. So that's a lot of PR pitch emails, right? And over the course of them, because I also like work in media, you get used to like the names. It's like the same companies, same names, because usually, or a lot of, I won't say usually, but a lot of publicists, you know, like have multiple clients. So you see their emails in your inbox a lot. We I know s- what you're talking about now, and you're right. This is a <laughs> this is a really good petty joy bomb, and I'm bummed that I missed the opportunity to enjoy it when it happened. So thank you for bringing it back up. We send out my gift guide last week. We we blast it out, and it's like, hey, if you're um you know trying to come up with a gift idea for the holidays, here's twelve ideas for you. Simple email, it's pretty straightforward. Happy holidays. Hope it's great. Hope this helps. And what you need to know is. Our email database that we have once, twice rather per year, 100% of the people in that database get an email from us. The majority of the time, people are like, subscribe to the pick me up newsletter, or maybe they subscribe to Callie's gift guides, or maybe they've, they've asked for recipes to be sent. 
So they get so little, not everybody gets every email. But once a year, I send 100% of the people one email because that shows me if there's somebody who has not opened any emails and is not any segments and doesn't open that email, I take them off the list because you got to pay for everybody who's on your list. Yeah. And that gets expensive. So, you know, the smaller the email list, the better. So, right. yeah, well, seriously. <laughs> like also kind of, we just want, you know, active email yeah. people. And so the, the big, so I decided Callie's gift guide. I'm like, that's a good one to send to everybody. And so I did. Which he did. And we got the nicest emails back. We got two rude ones. One of them said this. Why is this? This is all it said. Why is this being sent to a PR agency with five question marks? Very, very curious. That means that person is very, very curious. Well, I think they're also very rude. So I was like, oh my gosh, Jeff, we got a rude message back. And he's like, oh, what is it? Read it to him. Who's it from? And then I say the name and Jeff's like, oh, I know that person. They've been sending me emails for like 15 years, like pitch emails for like 15 years. And he's like, I'm going to respond. Could you forward that to me, please? So I forwarded it to him. Here's his response. May I read this, Jeff Dollar? You can, you can, but what you need to know is I recognize that guy's name. So I went back into one of my old email addresses that I used to use when I worked in radio, and I searched his name, not in a work-related account, but kind of a personal mm -hmm. account. Like it wasn't one of the radio station email addresses. It was a personal account. And he had sent me in like a five-year period. He had sent me like 45 emails. Okay. Unsolicited. So Jeff writes back. So-and-so. Enter a guy's name in here. Well, this is a tiny bit awkward, but you were on the list because you sent me emails, quite a few of them, unsolicited between 2010 and 2015 to one of my email addresses. And that address book was included in the emails we used to communicate our new venture. The Upside with Callie and Jeff has 100,000 monthly downloads and is voted number one podcast for 17 consecutive months in Podcast Magazine. I've gone ahead and taken you off the list, but most emails like this have an unsubscribe button and don't require a response. Just click that. Super convenient and a huge time saver. And if you have anything that might be the fit for the upside or any of the other shows in our network, here's our target audience. Feel free to send it along to Callie or myself. Always looking for content. Have a great day. Jeff, I was Did just that feel good. If it only felt good because the PR, for, none of the PR emails are like solicited or even relevant. I mean, we get them as far, part of the podcast now, right. and people be like, "Hey, do you want to do an interview on the generals of World War II?" And we're like, "Have you even?" And what? they always start with, "Really enjoy listening to." Upside with Callie and Jeff. Like you can tell it's one of those form field fill it yeah. in the blank thing. So I, it's not like, I never want to be intrusive with our emails or like spam people. But if you don't like it, just hit unsubscribe. The fact that he wrote back just rubbed me the wrong way. If it, I, th I think if it was somebody different, I probably would have responded with an apology, but like, you don't get to, unsolicited email me for half a dozen years <laughs> and then get mad when I send you one, which is truly going to be the only one that you've gotten from me in the past 12 months. 
right? Well, and here's the other funny thing. And you clearly opened the last one because if you didn't, you would have gotten yanked off the list. Well, and I also think it's funny that the question was, why would you send this to a PR agency? Like, what response did he want back? You know what I mean? Like, what? So who cares? You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's just like it's like it's this rhetorical question. Right. I don't know. Um that's what I should have responded with. So sorry to send this to your work address. What's your personal email so I can add you to the list? <laughs> but anyhow. anyway, petty joy bomb. I feel like that that this whole show so far has been blah. Am I over it like blah? Yeah, like blah about being exhausted. And then blah about the next year. And then blah, petty joy bomb. Well, um, I have some funny things coming up. Do you have anything? Yeah, I want to change the energy. Because I don't I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay, do you want to go to something that you have? Or do you want to go into something that I have? No, it could be something. Oh, oh, what I have is really good, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go first, and then I'll go. If you're looking for a New Year's resolution, I have a proposal for you. I saw this guy on Instagram. He was actually a guest on, an, on a podcast and they played a little clip of the, of the interview. This guy has a philosophy that he gives to everyone who asks. Oh, wow. 100% of the people, if somebody asks him for something, he never says no. And this came up with, um, encountering homeless people or people who might be begging for money on the, on the street who haven't, you know, are purporting to have a need. They said, well, how do you, how do you do that? How do you give to every person that you see on the street who's begging? And the guy says, I just bring, I load up my pockets with $1 bills and would change. And I don't have to give them a big amount, but if somebody is asking me, if somebody has a need, I do not ever want to tell someone no if they have a need. Well, that's really interesting. And I thought, that how great, because that immediately takes the pressure off. I don't, know, I don't know if you feel this, but sometimes when I'm in a situation where I know somebody's going to ask me for, like, you can see them. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I think it's probably different for me and for you, because for me, I just get. Might be a safety thing for women. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, and that doesn't have anything to do with like, you know, status or means or anything. I just, as a general rule, I don't like being approached by people I don't know. Right. Um, and I don't care just because it makes me feel unsafe. Like, I just, I think women are a little different in that way. Like, I'm always on guard. And I think, um, yeah, I feel the pressure. Like, if I'm at a, because in Atlanta, sometimes they're, they're at, traffic intersections. Mm -hmm. So when you stop, they're holding a sign and I, and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And there's, I, there's this debate in my head. Like, I don't know. It's stupid. When the reality is we are so blessed. There's nothing wrong with giving somebody two bucks every time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How many do I, how many times do I get asked for cash in a given month? Twice, maybe. Mm -hmm. oh. I thought you were going to say um, in the beginning that they were saying yes. Like, and the first thing I thought of was like during this time of year, every single, whether it's like the grocery store or whatever asks, do you want to donate to? And I was like, yes. oh my gosh, that would be so expensive. But his answer is always yes. Now it might be the tiniest amount, 
But if they're checking out at the register and they're like, hey, we're doing a fundraiser for. Yeah. Do you want to donate a dollar? Yeah. Do you want to round up your change? His his philosophy is if you have the means, always answer yes. Even if it's only 50 cents, even if it's only a dollar. And by the way, I think the rounded up thing is so genius. I love that because that's something it's like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I love that. I, I Maybe someday we should do that with the Callie and Jeff merch. And just sell it for just, an even no, dollar. No, just say, yeah, do you want to round up? And then all the difference goes yeah. to, that's a good idea. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Okay. So that kind of changed the energy a little bit. Okay. Here you go. I'll change it again and tell you the awkwardness that happened to me at, well, not at work, but like in our work. And I haven't told you about this because I wanted to save it for the show. But do you ever have an issue like when Apple updates their phone that either the emojis or like the auto text, like it updates, I would assume to better predict what you are about to do so it can help you, but it always misreads what I need it to do. You mean like the audio auto complete thing where it's yeah, like auto complete stuff like that. Like, do you ever have that issue? I don't think so. Okay. I don't use auto complete. I know that you're big on it. Like you use it in Gmail, whatever. It just scares me because I feel like what if it says the wrong thing and I'm not paying attention. Right. So I was emailing someone that we do business with and it was, it is not someone that I routinely talk to. It's someone I talk to like once, maybe twice a year. And all of our communication is very formal. And we were actually talking about money. So it was like kind of a serious email exchange. And I was typing quickly and I was typing on my iPhone and I guess it updated because email or text. It was email, but I was on my phone, okay. like writing back quickly. And what I was going to say was, okay, thanks. And what it cor- <laughs> corrected to was, thanks, buddy, ex- exclamation point. Where did that come from? I've never typed that phrase in my entire life. Thanks, and it was one of those buddy. things where my brain was a little cloudy and I could see myself in slow-mo hitting send yep. and then being like, no. So I sent someone that we do business with that I have serious financial conversations with a text that said, thanks, buddy, at the end of our conversation. There needs to be a word for that emotion, that slow motion thing, because it's the same thing if you've ever... um locked your keys inside your car and you realize it as the door door is closing. Yes. Or if you've ever dropped your phone into a body of water. And you you can just see it. You're like, it's the point of no return. I've already done it. I've called this person buddy. (sighs) But you see it while it's happening. Like you almost, your, your thumb is going to the send button at the same time. You're realizing you're going to call this like accountant or whoever. Yeah. Buddy. And you can't do anything about it. It's the Nothing. worst. I, it's they, the equivalent of saying I love you to your boss before you hang up the phone. Did he yes. love you? <laughs> and if that yeah. ever happened to me, I actually do think that happened to me once years and years and years ago. And I think my natural response was love you too. And we both hung up. And then we're like, I was like, uh, and she was on the <laughs> other end going, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, this is really awkward. Yep. Um, so did the person ever write back? No, but I was like ending the conversation. So it's weird because I'm like, 
you know, like I was concluding the email. So it wasn't an email that merited a response, but it was just a really awkward way to end it. And now I feel just really weird because I called them buddy. Never did I ever think that I would be in my 40s dealing with stuff like redness or oily skin or even breakouts. But here we are. And that's why I am so excited to discover Caldera Lab. Caldera Lab is the creator of what GQ called the best natural face serum for men. They've actually got three products. They've got a cleanser, a moisturizer, and a multifunctional serum. That's the liquid gold that GQ is talking about. This stuff is so easy to use that you have no excuse for not taking care of your skin. They make it simple. They also go the extra mile in sourcing. They actually wild harvest five of their ingredients by hand with a team of botanists in the Jackson Hole, Wyoming area. That's where the founders live, Jackson, Wyoming. Originally created this to help with dry skin, but now it is so much more. It's simple, it's award-winning, and it's an easy three-step process for all skin types. It's only a matter of time before Cali steals my caldera lab skin products. We would love to let you try this out with a great special offer. All you have to do is to get 30% off your first order is to go to calderalab.com slash upside. That's C-A-L-D-E-R-A-L-A-B.com slash upside, or use the discount code upside when you check out. It's calderalab.com slash upside. Upside. We're so excited to have them be a part of the Upside with Callie and Jeff this week. Socks are such a funny thing because they really aren't something that you notice unless they're irritating you. And who needs to be irritated by socks? We only wear Bombas in our house, and there's a few reasons why. They are easily the most comfortable socks I've ever worn, and I never have to think about them. I wear the Performance Ankle Socks to work out every day, and they're super soft on my feet, and they keep my feet cool, which I love. They kind of like hug your feet, and I love that feeling. Bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft and made to last. With their 100% happiness guarantee, they're confident you will be happy with your Bombas products or your money back. Another thing I love is that when we first started working with Bombas, I learned that socks were the most requested item in homeless shelters. For every pair that we buy, they donate a pair to a homeless shelter. Now they make underwear and shirts too. And thanks to Bombas customers, they've just donated their 50 millionth clothing item. That's 50 million brand new pairs of socks, underwear, and shirts given to those in need. There's so much more comfort to have and so much more to give with Bombas. Go get 20% off your first order at bombas.com slash upside. That's B-O-N. MBAS.com slash upside for 20% off your first order. Bombas.com slash upside. If you're thinking about getting started with therapy, but you don't know how to begin, how to find a therapist, where to even start looking, let me give you one option. It's called BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling that is identical to in-person face-to-face meetings with a therapist, except they take some of the most difficult steps and just get rid of them. Number one, you go to betterhelp.com slash upside. You fill out a form and answer a few questions and they're going to match you up with a therapist that they think is going to be perfect for you. So there's going to be no reading of reviews online, asking friends awkwardly for recommendations, wondering if the counselor that you found is right for you. You're going to be matched with someone. And These counselors are 
trained in anything that you want to talk to them about. Anger issues, anxiety issues, sleeping issues, trauma issues, grief issues, all of it. They're trained to handle that. And then number two, one of the most difficult things for me when I started therapy was the awkward waiting room sitch where you had to sit in the waiting room awkwardly and wait for the therapist to come out and say your name and you walk back and start your session. None of that with BetterHelp. You to start living a happier life today because you're an upside listener. You're going to get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Head over there today. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. If you are in the Atlanta area and you still have people to shop for on your list, Brown and Company has stuff in all price ranges and they have really, really great staff who can talk you through finding the perfect person for the perfect thing for the person you're shopping for. And Jeff would know because he has walked in several times and said, hi, help. can you please help me? I don't know what I'm doing. And he has always walked out with something that I love. And here's the thing is don't let it be intimidating for you because jewelry shopping to me used to be super intimidating and they always put the shiny stuff up front. So like you open the doors and you're like, ah, this is scary. It's not. They have some great stuff. They have great price ranges. I encourage you to go in and shop around and try stuff on and ask about prices and, you know, get a gift for someone that you love. All right. Here are my three random things. Number one, I thought this was a joke. Found out it's not. Have you ever heard of the Christmas pickle, Callie? Uh, the singing pickle? I don't know if it sings. It's the Christmas pickle. Okay. No. Um, Somebody sent me a message and asked if we would be doing a Christmas pickle with Ellie. And I had no idea what that was, so I put a Google on it. And a Christmas pickle is a green ornament. That's a pickle. And you are supposed to hide it somewhere deep in the tree. So like, so it's not hang in front. So it's hard to find. And then on Christmas Eve, people can look for the Christmas pickle and whoever finds it gets to open one gift early. And it's a real thing. Uh, I don't like that. Why? Because I think Christmas day is for gifts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the really saltiness <laughs> of the first half of the show has finally reared its ugly head with Callie. No, I just, you're going to defy the Christmas pickle. I also, Okay. While I do appreciate and love Elf on the Shelf and I love watching other people do it, I don't know if it's for our house or not. 100% is. What? You? How can you? Why would you? What? Are you going to be the one that does all the stuff? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm the creative funny one. What am I? The Debbie Downer of all fun things Christmas. <laughs> You're the warm sun on Frosty's back. <laughs> So you are. <laughs> that should be a line in the, the, mayor, in the Grinch song. <laughs> mayor of the land of misfit toys. That's you. What's a misfit toy? In Rudolph? The land of the misfit toys? You don't, did you not watch any Christmas movies? I watched the good Christmas movies. And actually, I did make my list, so I will give you my list, but you can finish your three random things. 
insane. If you think you're addicted to pizza, it might be true. Uh, people are hardwired to crave pizza. Um, cheese contains addictive proteins that keep us coming back for more. Sauce, pizza sauce causes us to salivate, which makes the pizza even tastier on our taste buds. And the fat content in pepperoni ups your production of the feel-good hormone serotonin, which actually puts you in a good mood. I, I'm a pizza addict and I'm fine with it. And here's one that we cannot be salty at all about. Back in 2016. <laughs> salty pizza. You were just talking about the salt. And did you mean to do that on purpose? No, because I didn't mention salt at all. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You said the saltiness of the pizza. No, you didn't. Yes, you did. Reread what you just said. <laughs> I'm so tired. This cheese contains addictive proteins yeah. that keep you coming back from war. The sauce causes you to salivate. Oh, the sauce. <laughs> you said the salt. How much salt are you wow. putting on your pizza? Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. Um, and finally, there's nothing negative about this. But in 2016, the grandma in Arizona who sent the text message to the wrong guy yes. and then he ended up and then they've had Thanksgiving together every year since Netflix is making a movie about that. Oh, it's called the Thanksgiving text and it will retell the 2016 story. And sounds uh, like a Hallmark movie, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Um, and the grandma in the story, uh, in a press release said, we're so blessed to find a genuine friendship brought together by God from a mistaken text message. And we hope this movie inspires more people to reach out and make connections that they ordinarily would not make. And those are my three random things. Okay. So yesterday we discussed how Jeff has horrible holiday movie taste. I, they were truly the, <laughs> like the dozen most popular Christmas movies. Okay. So Jeff listed those. I've seen like two of them. What was it? Two, maybe three. Yeah. Anywho, I made a list of Christmas movies that I think are the ultimate Christmas movies and I will be watching them throughout the holiday season, like now starting like probably tomorrow. And my Christmas is not complete without these movies. All right. What do you got? Number one, The Family Stone. It's got Rachel McAdams in it. It's got um, Diane Keaton in it. Wait, doesn't it have Diane Keaton in it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can we just cancel this whole show? No, because um, I already used my backup last week, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, no, The Family Stone. It's also got, um, what's her name? Carrie from. Um, Sex in the City. No. But way to be relevant. Um, Homeland. What's her name? Claire. Claire Danes. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good movie. Anyways, Family Stone. So good. The Holiday. We talked about that. We did. Well, I mentioned it yesterday. I'm like, you don't even have The Holiday on there because it was not on the list. Right. You know what I'm talking about, right? With Ryan Reynolds. No. And by the way, he's smiling right now. So he doesn't really mean Ryan Reynolds. I have no idea what that movie is. The Holiday. I know you said Wins the title of it nine times. You know, The Holiday. With the Kate, Holiday. Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz. Jack Black. Yes. No, not Jack Black. What's the guy's? Who do you confuse for Jack Black? No, it is Jack Black, I think. Oh, I'm thinking of Silent Bob. No, it's definitely Jack Black is the one. 
that movie. You're really selling this list. Oh my gosh. I just have to say, so we record our show the night before and I, so I now have been up for way too long. Cause I get up at two 30 in the morning. They were really, doing, really they were doing some, uh, technical stuff at Callie's regular job. So normally she gets home around lunchtime. Today she got home around four-ish. I mean, wow. Okay. Uh, Love Actually, you know that. I That was in my list. I know. Okay. I'm agreeing with you. All right. Four Christmases. Okay, that is a good one. I don't know why I love that movie so much, but yep. I just find it really funny. That is a good one. Uh, This was on your list, but Home Alone 1 and 2. I put 1 and 2 in there. Fine. Santa Claus one and two. Wait, you are using movie. You had two original movies and you didn't even know if Jack Black was in either of them. One, two. I have three original movies. Yeah. Um, next up, I doubt anyone listening will know this movie except for my mother, but mixed nuts. Uh, that's the one with Ryan Reynolds. No, no, it's not. It's with Adam Sandler. Okay. Have you ever seen that one? Nope. It's kind of a dumb movie, but it's a Riggs family Christmas classic. I don't even know where you can find it. We have it on VHS and I don't even think we can find it on DVD. So that's how you it's know probably not even. That's how you know it's a classic when they stop producing it for commercial use. And this technically isn't a Christmas movie, but it always reminds me of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a Christmas favorite for me. Will you admit defeat with your list? <laughs> no, this is ever. I would venture to guess that 90% of people listening will be like, yes, Callie, this is also what I watch in the month of December. Um, my last one is Stepmom. But it's not a Christmas movie. It is not a Christmas movie, but the big holidays in the movie are Christmas and it ends at Christmas. So. Got it. I think of it as a holiday movie and it is something that while it is not a comedy per se, it is actually quite depressing. I would consider it a good December movie to watch. So to recap, the best movies for Christmas are The Family Stone, The Holiday, Love Actually, Four Christmases, Home Alone 1 and 2, Santa Claus 1 and 2, Mixed, Nuts, and Stepmom. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Our friend Laura Lee um, has been posting that she's been drinking the new Starbucks drink, one of the new seasonal ones that I don't think they've ever had before. And this one is the iced sugar cookie latte. And it is delicious. Now, when I think of Laura Lee, I always think of healthy foods because her cookbooks kind of lean in that direction. Well, it's only 110 calories. So is this, is this considered a healthier Starbucks drink? Um, I think so. It's like made with almond milk and it's only 110 calories. So the tall one, the grande one's like 150. And they put um, red and green Christmas sprinkles on the top. No, oh, so delicious. Oh, because it's a sugar cookie. Because it's a sugar cookie, but it is delicious. And I know they probably can't keep that year round, but it's so good. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Mary in Kennesaw. Callie, I am so glad to hear you talk about the Sex in the City reboot because I watched it and I felt the exact same way. Too many issues, 
tried to be smushed into that first episode. Um, now, I did wonder why she didn't call 911. And I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. But I will keep watching because I loved the original. Love you guys. Have a great week. If money is tight, the last thing you want to be worrying about is an overdraft fee of 20 or 30 bucks. 20 or 30 bucks to traditional banks is nothing, but it feels like everything to us when money is tight. In 2019, traditional banks took $11 billion in overdraft fees. Our friends at Chime do things differently. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card that has saved its members more than $10 billion in overdraft fees. Eligible members can overdraft up to $200 on debit card purchases and cash withdrawals with absolutely no fees. Now you deserve to have financial peace of mind. Join the millions of Americans already loving Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started today at Chime.com slash upside. That's C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bank Corp Bank or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases and cash withdrawals. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $200 by Chime. Chime member overdraft fee savings based on eligible members use of Spot Me versus $33 average overdraft fee. Overdraft fee data based on bank rate checking account survey and CRL June 2020 overdraft fees report. Hi, this is Mary from Kennesaw. I'm calling back again because, Callie, I am so disappointed that you didn't know the quote from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Jeff, would you please make sure that you guys watch that this holiday season? It is a classic, my all-time favorite. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. Hi, this is Allison from Atlanta. I feel heard. You both said that you do not like the movie Elf, and neither do I. I feel like I'm on Lonely Island during Christmas time and am shunned from all of, by all of my friends for not liking the movie Elf. But I do not like it either. I said what I said. Bye. Last week we had to listen to the first five minutes for a $15,000 ad. Um, today, uh, Court Case with Callie is all about the Manscaped thing. Um, kind of feel like you're selling out. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Alexa from Dallas. Uh, first off, Callie, I want to say I'm so sorry your experience with the chemical pregnancy. Um, I hope that you're feeling better, but I was listening to you guys talk about how it would have been a Leo baby, and I got curious, and I looked up all of your birthdays, and obviously, Callie, you're a Pisces. Jeff and Ellie are Scorpios. You are all water signs, which makes you a very emotional household. Um, a very strong household, but very emotional. So I think that your next child should either be a Sagittarius or possibly an earth sign. Earth sign or, you know, grounded. They would bring you all back to earth when you get too emotional. But also a Sagittarius as a fire sign. Um, we are, yes, very fiery, but we still are emotional and understanding and witty and sarcastic so we would probably fit in very well in your household anyways i hope you guys have a great holiday and thank you so much for all you do hey y'all i was listening to kelly's three random things today and just wanted to put my input that our lab like our 95 pound lab um, a few months ago ate a whole box of the little Debbie um, 
devil food cake, so it was like chocolate mainly, and we were freaking out. He ate them. You know how they come in like two in a little baggie? He was he ate all of them, bag and all, like all 10 or 12 or however many come in the pack. We were freaking out, like thinking he's going to die because he ate that much chocolate. It's called poison control line for like, you know, your dogs. And um, turns out there's not that much cocoa in that, which is pretty gross. So that's just a random fact that that's not really chocolate. I had never really thought about it, but now I'm like, ew. Okay, bye. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> 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 <laughs>